is everybody? Hello. Good. Oh, let's do a clap. Oh, yeah. We do a clap, Mary, so we can line up the audio. Yeah. After Monica we... will count us off. Yes. One, a two, a three. <laughs> I like barely, I like almost missed. Yeah. That was a lot of pressure. I didn't know there was choreography involved. I would have rehearsed. <laughs> well, yeah. and you should have. Honestly, this is an embarrassing right. start for me. <laughs> As usual, we might as well just, we do a dance I mean, first. Just go ahead <laughs> and log out. And then- <laughs> I've heard it before. I'll hear it again. Bye. So did we all survive the election? Somehow. Barely. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you, Carly? Are you? I live in Denver. Yeah. Oh, amazing. I love Denver. Where are you, Monica? I'm in New York. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I thought. Yeah. I've been, so I quarantined mostly in Connecticut at our lake house. And then we started kind of going back and forth in the city starting in like July, August. How is the train? How do they do the train COVID wise? Uh, you just have to wear a mask. Okay. But um, yeah, and hope it's, it's for never the best. But do they yeah. like spread the seat? Do they do like a lower capacity? It's never that busy. So you can always okay. spread out. Um, That's good. And then like the subway is like, it's, it's hit or a hit miss. Or miss. That's, yeah. what, that's what David said. Yeah. So, but so far well, so well, good. Well. Yeah, Two negative tests are... this week. So, hey. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, you already got them back. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good. I might get Our cases more. are really bad. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it was hilarious. Yes. So I go to uh, Minnesota and like Iowa this past last week um, with my sister to play some shows at some colleges. And, you know, our good old governor Cuomo is just hates every state in America. So mm-hmm. we get off the plane. The army is handing us health forms to like sign oh where we God. live. I intentionally wrote really illegibly because I was like, <laughs> I could literally write like Mickey Monica Mouse. Monica's sassing no the know. government with her yeah. bad handwriting. <laughs> Stick it to the man neosis, you know. Resistance. Uh, exactly. <laughs> um, but we were like, we get, our, we get a rapid test then we got a normal test. Like we're all good. And I'm like, okay. Over the weekend, there was like celebrations in the street for Biden. I know. And we come from driving in a car in Minnesota, and we're the ones that are supposed to like quarantine. I'm like, right. Okay. Have you seen the meme going around with the restaurant like outside tents and like, okay, so we can't eat inside unless <laughs> we eat inside, but the inside is outside. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, got it. Uh, Mary, how's like, with yeah. COVID and everything? Yeah. It's. It's exactly as it's been. Yeah. yeah. I live downtown and I just don't go anywhere yeah. because Broadway is pure chaos. Yes. That's like different. Um, I live downtown too and I just don't really go anywhere. Yeah. It's just, it's so ridiculous. Yeah. So um, it's all these, it's all the tourists who are coming in and just like doing whatever they want and the party buses mm-hmm. and like, it's just. Yeah. Like Colorado's so flooded with tourists. So I've been staying away from the mountain yeah. towns and stuff. Totally. That makes total sense. Monica, what part of the city are you living in? So we are on the Upper East Side on 79th and York. Um, we're actually My in the building. My Grubhub like... account still always tries to deliver there. <laughs> yeah, Carly's lived in this apartment before. <laughs> it's like been in the fam forever. Um, oh, Monica was amazing. born on yeah. that hardwood floor. I was literally <laughs> tub birth. Wait, seriously? <laughs> oh, no. 
I was but she was a child. I was so in. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I was so in. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, wow, I didn't know that Monica was not born in a hospital. What a cool, interesting fact about her. My my humor's already dry, and then when I'm extra tired, it's really hard to tell. <laughs> it was very compelling. It was just incredible. Right. I'm still really close with my doula, you know. Um, no. <laughs> but I was... I grew up in this building and then we've had this studio apartment since like the early nineties. And like my cousins lived here, my cousin and her husband and their baby have lived here. It's just like been in the fam. So, um, Oh, so cool. So Mal and I are living here in one room and one bed and, I am I'm visiting Carly on Friday and she's like I can't wait for you to leave we were, I was like same yeah. we need a break well yeah my so like my apartment is kind of similar to that Monica's studio except it has like uh window paneled doors to close off the bed but it's pretty much an open one right. bedroom because I never close the doors so I was doing that oh, with, with my mom for like three weeks that's rough Wow. She has the the studio below me was open, so we ended up renting it since my mom will be here for like until like December. So that worked out really nicely, but it was time and now she's moved downstairs officially. Wow, she was only there for like the most pivotal point. Right. But you know. (laughs) I mean I did need her up here when she was up here, but it got to the point where I was getting a lot stronger and better. And we were like Shall we talk FNL? We should. I'm Carly. And I'm Monica. And And this this is Texas Texas Forever. Forever. All right. (laughs) So, um. (laughs) Sounds cooler when we edit it. (laughs) I think it is. Before we intro you, we've got a couple fact checks to go through. Let me pull up our dickity doc. Yes. And I'm going to pull up something. So our first one we talked about, so we grew up in Fort Worth and we were like, is, does Fort Worth have the biggest rodeo or just one of the biggest rodeos? So I found some fun oh. facts. <laughs> I'm glad you actually filled in the facts I wrote. <laughs> I know I saw <laughs> you wrote all the fact checks and no explanation. And so. I wrote which things we needed to fact check, needed to fact check, and then I didn't fact check them <laughs> and just left it for Monica. <laughs> I got you. I totally forgot I did that. Sorry. No, it's all good. I like doing it. So it's okay. fun. I like when I get on my, com- oh, I probably cut this out. When I get on my conference calls and I'm not listening, this is yeah. the fun stuff that I do. <laughs> so is Fort Worth the biggest rodeo? So it's not the biggest. It is one of the biggest. It is the oldest indoor rodeo in the country. That's So that cool. is its claim to fame. And then I texted Mackenzie Flynn, our friend from high school, shout out. Yes. Because um, she works for one of the big arenas in Fort Worth. And so she texted me some fun facts. She said 30,000 animals are exhibited at the Fort Worth Rodeo. Wow. 2,300 rodeo contestants and 1.2 million people attend in 23 days. Wow. And didn't they cancel it this year because of COVID? It's like a huge yeah. deal. It's a huge moneymaker for yeah. Fort Worth. It and it was supposed to be. Yeah. Yes, please. Have either of you been to the rodeo? Oh, yeah. Because we, we grew up. So, like, last uh, last episode, we were talking about the rodeo, which is why it was in our fact check. Um, because this is the Fort Worth rodeo that, like, we grew up going to every year. Right. And it's, like, I a huge, it's one of the biggest. conceptualize. Yeah. <laughs> did you like that, like, Alexis Rose delivery of, like, yeah, something like, you guys wait, have did done? Wait, go? <laughs> oh, yeah. Cool. We rodeoed. Yes. I mean, unfortunately, Mary, I said in the last episode, I'm allergic to everything at the rodeo. I'm allergic to horses and hay yeah, and yeah, dust. Yeah. So I've only gone once and then I kind of died. So I, I kind of am on the outskirts of the rodeo. When <laughs> but she's, we would go to, so there's like the rodeo and then the midway, which has all the rides. And so that's yes. where Monica and I would hang. 
fantastic. Love it. All right. What else we got? So we talked about Halloween candy and we discussed Mm -hmm. nougat and you were like, it's a nut. And I was like, no, it's the, um, you know, the mushy stuff, the like fluffy stuff. So we're kind of both right. Nougat is a family of confections made with sugar or honey, roasted Mm. nuts, whipped egg, whipped egg whites, and sometimes Mm. chopped candy fruit. And it is chewy and it is in the Three Musketeers. Yum. And yes. So it's like so egg whites like that are nougat. whipped into light and fluff, frothy. Yeah. Whenever Me I too. hear about random foods that end up having egg in it, I think about Jason Manzukis. So Jason <laughs> Manzukis has like a death. Do y'all, y'all know Jason Manzukis? Yes. Um, yes. He is I was like, Mary's, deathly Mary's allergic to eggs. So much so that like he took a girl on a date once and she had a drink that had, you know, some alcoholic mixed drinks have yes. like whipped egg whites or whatever. They, when he kissed her at the end of the night, he oh, had to yeah. go to the hospital. That's how allergic he is. So every time, and he talks all the time about the allergy and how many times he's almost died. And he talks about all these crazy foods that you wouldn't think have like just egg whites or whatever. Yeah. And so I, I, for some reason, I think about it like twice a week. <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> but that nougat, he can't eat nougat. No. Another I thing to add about to that. Jason Manzoukas' no-no list. Yeah, seriously. We're thinking of you, Jason. <laughs> we are. We're Come hoping the show. you're well. Seriously. We love you. Oh my god, he'd be hilarious. He'd be out of control. Oh my gosh, I would like to see it. Right, I would as well. Oh, let's take a photo. Okay, <laughs> we all Monica and I always forget to do guests. Yes, I'm gonna lift up oh. my mug. Carly, can oh, you do it, or do you want? Yes, I can do it. Do you mind? No, I do not. Okay, ready, ready. Oh god, I know I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good enough. <laughs> We're just going to do our best. The only reason I look like a person is that I had a job interview today. In yeah, I was going to say, you look good yeah, today. Yeah, I was like, you look great. I, my hair is going to be up within 30 seconds. Like, make no mistake. I also, like, I know that, we know that I really love Ariana Grande, but this is getting we a do. little out of control. So, Ooh, I just, I'm jealous, though. My hair I doesn't grow very long. It's all off soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's all over. You could do this. You could um do the seven rings photo with the ponytail all the way down the Ooh. stairs. Like, oh, like. Super cool. Like, almost it's, it's so good yeah. that's a ponytail been. it's getting yeah. ridiculous dang girl i think yeah i look like hell today although i did put on a little face makeup because i had a nice little stress cry this afternoon relatable five minutes before this podcast <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we're all on i think similar like we're spiritual wavelengths today yeah yes. guys i'm fine <laughs> we're all good very relatable <sighs> all right what else we got all right so we got two quick ones and then i'm gonna intro our guest yes so we talked about She's the word on the street. (laughs) She just like begged to come on the show. She paid us. (laughs) No, not at all. (laughs) No, we love. No, no, no. We do. So we talked about A&M that's in Texas and what it stands for. It stands for Agricultural and Mechanical College of Texas. Wow. Literally never knew that what the M standed for. I knew A had to be agricultural something. Aggie, but I did not know mechanical. And then um, Royce in our last episode was talking about, he was like, he's going to the CD store, Jason Street. And he was like, doesn't he, there aren't iPods out now. It's like 06, 07. So he was correct. First iPod was released in 01. Oh one, very early on. I know, right? I would have guessed yeah. like oh four, but oh one. No, yeah, because I had a video iPod definitely by like sixth or seventh grade, which would have been oh six oh seven. True. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so we have a new guest today. New buddy. New buddy. 
Um, so her name is Mary Soroki. We went to Belmont together. Um, she was actually on my other podcast. We'll see if I ever make another episode on there because so many <laughs> things are happening. Um, but we did an Oscar breakdown at the beginning of this year. I think it was the last episode I put out. Um, yes. But here we go. I remember so, that. If I ever needed you. So Mary is a writer based in Nashville whose thoughts on film, music, you and entertainment can be found in Consequence of Sound, the Nashville Scene, and the Nashville Edit. Her satire, satire poetry and fiction <laughs> have been published across comedy sites like Points and Case and numerous literary journals. And her most recent screenplay won Best Short Script at the 2020 Screen Power Film Festival in London. Let's give Damn, it up. girl. Woo. Oh, ooh. Wow, 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 wow. Silly. Yes, yes. I felt like I was like doing a bit <laughs> typing that. I was like, and she's also done this. Send. <laughs> yeah, imposter syndrome is real these days. And at least at lie. least half of those things happened within like the last two months. So let's just let's just pepper that. <laughs> You're not used well. to it yet. Right. No, absolutely not. No. No, I well, we're proud of you. Yes. Uh, I understand. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny to write a bio. I had like for my company that I worked for, I asked them to like turn in a bio to put on our website. And they're like, what do I say? And I'm like, you say, this is my name. This is what I do. This is what I like. Like, that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all you got to do. Well, it's funny. Yeah. I feel like we're so used as creatives. We're so used to having to do that. Right. When I did, I did, I have a political blog and I did a piece with my dad who's pretty conservative, but he's like a smart dude. So I feel like we had, a, you know, did a good, good back and forth on that. But I asked him to write a bio and he was like, I don't know. Like, they don't know how to do Boomers don't know how to do it. Totally. <laughs> and he's an engineer. I guess he doesn't have to. So I literally had to write a bio for him. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Loving father, who especially loves his daughter, Carly. End of life. Yes. His favorite yes. daughter yep. of all of his daughters. Yes. <laughs> so Mary, tell us about your relationship with the show. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> funny you should ask. <laughs> Have you ever been through like a terrible <laughs> breakup? And yes, <laughs> part of okay, so in end of 2016, but let's be real, 2017 was the full recovery period. So I did a full year and a half after my last, don't worry. Totally, totally. <laughs> so throughout 2017, something that I found that made me feel a lot better was digging into media that I felt like this person who had broken up with me would not have understood, would not have engaged in with me. And I was like, this is all mine, you know? So I watched all of Gilmore Girls for the first time. And I was like, so proud. I was like, Glorious. no one Love told that me that you. this was a show about a fast talking <laughs> brunette from Connecticut who drinks a lot of coffee. Like it's autobiographical and no one told me like, that's ridiculous. But um, I watched all of that. I started watching The Bachelor and also Ooh. started watching Friday Night Lights. And so I watched it and was so delighted by all the faces that popped up. Like Jesse Plemons, we yes. stand and like Michael B. Oh. Jordan, obviously. Oh, hell yeah. And just, yep. you know, the great performances and the great script. And something I was reminded of, even just watching the episode, rewatching the episode last night and just listening to y'all's podcast, is that the pilot of this show is like a perfect pilot episode of television. Yes. It's, we love it it's so much. It's insane yes. how good it is. And I, as you, as will probably come out throughout this conversation, I really don't care or understand football or sports, but (laughs) this show makes you care so much. (laughs) And so that's kind of like the magic of it. And I haven't watched it since then, since the first time that I like dove all the way in. So I was so excited to revisit it. Yeah. 
Yes. Are you going to keep watching? I think like it, it really inspired me to, to give it like a little, a little revisit because part yeah, of me was like do time it. to go back to succession again while I wait for season three, but why not, why not do this? <laughs> right. the interim? So I'm so excited. Yes. It's, yes. So, it's just so fun. Mm-hmm. And it's, so yeah, it's in such a time capsule that it's like not so old, but it's just old enough. And yeah. our past guest was saying the same thing. He's like, I do not care about football at all. But like this show, that's a testament to how good the show exactly. is. Like, even if you do not right. care. Well, and that's all. what we always tell people who are hesitant about like starting the show. They're like, well, I just not really, I don't really care about football. And I'm like, it's so much more it about is. football. I don't care about football either. What do you right. think? I'm like, who do you think I am? Like, <laughs> I don't care about football. Exactly. I care about the show. Exactly. 100%. Yeah. So, I'm so excited to be here. I love right, like well, everything that Monica does. And so I'm just like, last time we were I. chatting, I was like, I love the podcast. I love the things you're doing. And obviously, I was a little drunk at the time, but I was still really, like, obviously, still really <laughs> messy. And so when Monica was like, oh, well, you should come on, I was like, yeah, it's like, I would love to. Um, yeah, yes, but, I should. <laughs> yay. Yay. Well, we are so happy to have you for yes. this little episode. Little Our, girl, I want to marry you. I want to marry that you. That was fantastic. I'm not yes. going to try And we it. are, guys, we are <laughs> into the meat of season one. I know. I know. We're kind of getting in. I, I, you know, Mary, this wasn't like the best episode ever to have you on. There's still yep. a lot to talk about where we're kind of in the like the midway dip of season one <laughs> mm-hmm. a little bit. I think so too. Um, but there's still, there's still so much to like. Um, this one came out January 24th, 2007. And Mary, we always read the IMDb synopsis. 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 Synopsis, which sometimes can be horrible. Mm. So we'll see. I think this often, one's going to be Even fine. better. Often horrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this one says, Smash's mom finds the steroids and reports them to Coach Taylor, forcing the coach to bench Smash for the next game. Matt's dad is recalled to Iraq. That just made me think of recall. Nope. Sorry. Um, <laughs> recall. Nope. Recall. Nope. Do we call nope? Don't. <laughs> don't. Why didn't you just put... <laughs> Why don't you just put don't in front of free call oh, yeah. nope? Don't recall nope. Oh, yeah. She prints out question marks and the don'ts. Okay, sorry. Okay. This is not a Parks and Rec podcast. Sometimes it is. It could be. Um, it could be. It's it's a quasi. It basically is. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> I mean, we cover Jason a lot Street, of shows here. Scott Porter told us to watch Parks and Rec. So, I mean, it's yeah. his fault. It's on We're just listening. Yes. Yeah. Matt... Oh, Matt's dad is recalled to Iraq, leaving Matt to once again take care of his grandma. I mean, he's always taking care of his grandma. Totally. He doesn't have to take care of her again. This is stupid. Lila's dad sets her up with a date, and Jason gets upset. That's it. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Enlightening. Me too. I mean, no, with like, I mean, it's descriptive and accurate. It is. True. And I think the thing with, like, long-form television like this, I think we're so used to Netflix now with, like, eight episode seasons mm-hmm. but the thing when like there Packed. were like when yeah. there were like 23 episodes of television in a season that there were transitional right. episodes like this where like right. they're just checking in with everyone and then we like really hit the ground running when we talk about exactly. this with friday night lights especially and like how deeply they dig into all of the characters equally mm-hmm. even the b characters so like even when you hit a kind of sort of lull episode like this you we're still digging into b characters and getting to know characters so like there's still really even even like a, a sort of I, I wouldn't call this a miss episode but sort of a transitional episode we are still getting a lot of story and moving the plot forwards which i respect totally. yes like i feel like some shows i mean especially 
I mean, Gilmore Girls, but like Orange is the New Black, I always feel like it's a good example of shows where like nothing happens for so long. But that, but that's like when we enter the streaming world and they know that people are binging. So they make you like sit and do nothing until the very end of the episode. And then they like right. hit you with the totally. um, hook. But I like this. It's refreshing to go back to like the pre-streaming form of uh, yeah. drama television. Well, it's kind of a metaphor for football, you know, like <sighs> this is the, these are the plays that we just kind of get closer to the line of scrimmage instead of hitting the <laughs> touchdown. Are y'all you know? hearing that? I love that? Are y'all hearing that? <laughs> Yeah, Monsplain has made her a football queen. We really set her you up know. for that one. Right? Yeah, we Incredible. We're gaining some yards in season one. <laughs> We're not doing anything fancy. Not. Gain another yard. I wish I could just participate, but I don't think, like, hole-in-one is really going to, like, work here. So <laughs> just, just keep it keep it moving. You got it. You got this. You got it. You got it. Yeah. You say the term. I love in the office when they're doing the, like, <laughs> the girls' talk conference and she's like I know this is embarrassing but a lot of women ask to go over it the sports analogies <laughs> she's so like wait good. above par that should be that worse. should be different wait, wait hold on. <laughs> uh, well I still enjoyed this episode Me I too. will say my biggest question though is that now I'm confused about why they have one more game why? Because there was because in the last episode they were waiting to watch that other game to find out if they were going to state. No, remember we talked about how unusual it is for a team in Texas to have like an off week right before playoffs. Oh, but now they were talking about how they have one more game before playoffs. I thought. I don't know. I and thought the celebratory like, party like was because they were going to playoffs when they're like celebrating yeah. at the dealership. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it's okay. just like a. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not even trying to explain that. Uh, well, shall we dig into some Texas things? Let's do it. Texas is a place I didn't love to be. Step right up. <sighs> well, we mentioned another Texas school. Uh, I thought that was... SMU. Uh, yeah, Pony but he's up. like, he's up at SMU. And then he follows it up with the nice little racist comment about the Oriental, the new Oriental okay. place. There was racism, homophobia galore. Yeah, in this we had episode. a lot of no nos in this episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was Whoopsies. startling. Yeah. <laughs> you don't hear Oriental very often. You sure don't. <laughs> yep. That was one of my Texas things, that new Oriental place. <laughs> Ugh. Whoops. Which y'all, my, so my grandma was in a um, old folks home. I was like, what is that called? Yeah, an old folks home. And uh, her like uh, yeah. roommate was, you know, losing it a little bit. And she would like get Did on the get phone. Really no, no, it was just kind of funny. She got on the phone and she'd be like, oh, you know, my husband's in the Orient. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Just anywhere uh, specifically just like, or just like the, right. just, mm. Mm-hmm. Just in general, the, the whole Orient. Yes, I had to ask my mom what the well, Orient when, was. When people that old are that racist, you like don't what to, like when like my mom says something like I am gonna engage with that. But like, right, but like when somebody who's like ninety years old says something like that, you're just like you're like just like we just think got it's it. racist. And it's too so late. We can't fix you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Even Coldplay can't fix you. Well, and the Garrity's were also eating KFC for dinner. That felt very Texas-y. Yep. Love yeah. that. Yep. Speaking of somebody who just ate a Popeye's chicken sandwich for lunch. <laughs> ah. Oh, nice. I was I about think to say, the wait, Texas is that thing. Okay. Oh, 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 no, that's Chick-fil-A. <laughs> no, go ahead. 
Well, the whole reason I'm on to Popeyes now is because of Chick-fil-A's woes. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was like, fuck it. I'll start going to Popeyes and it's super good. And now I'm addicted. <laughs> and I blame that on Chick-fil-A's homophobia. Yeah. This is If you gain weight, you can just blame it on Chick-fil-A's homophobia. Exactly. You can blame most of right. the problems in the world on Chick-fil-A's homophobia. <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> just kidding, guys. I'm not prepared to draw those lines. Oh. Okay. <laughs> the other thing that I wrote was just the after party after the game in general, but that's that might not be a Texas thing, but it just reminded me of high school a lot. Yeah, for sure. The only other thing I said was uh, Miss Williams says, I thought you were a Christian man, Coach Taylor. Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't get that one, but I got one when uh, Coach Taylor, I can't remember who he's talking to. Oh, he's talking to uh, Smash. Mm. Um, and Smash is like apologizing and saying he's going to clean up and whatever. And, uh, or he's like, I'm not, I would never do this again. And he goes, you best damn not. <laughs> that just sounded really Texas yes. to me. Mary, how, you best damn how not. Texas, I mean, obviously you grew up, so Mary grew up in Newtown, Connecticut, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. So what are, you're, you're a northerner. I'm a northerner. And so the thing that jumped out the most to me in this episode was I was like, are there really going to be 12 reporter press conferences for a <laughs> high school football game? Right. Or is that exaggerated? Yeah. That's real? I actually don't know. I mean, I know there is – there's legit press that covers, like, the main high school football teams in Texas um, just because they get recruited and stuff so often. Uh-huh. But I would I don't know about, like – That many. Uh, numbers. Y'all, my mom's about to walk in and grab oh, okay. something really quick. We will pause. Them. Love it. Um, yeah I that would be a good question we can talk to when we have Leah my friend Leah Van on she's a sports a football journalist oh, she, oh amazing she writes she covers a lot of Texas football um yes so I would Leah. love to know I would yeah. love to know because I mean, well, the problem is we grew up in Fort Worth so it wasn't like a small Texas town so uh-huh. some of these things obviously are nostalgic for us but some just don't relate at all because we're like right we were in a pretty big city you know yeah, and our school was small, so we don't really know how these, like, big – they call them these big schools that pump out football players for college and pro um, – what do they call them? The feeder farms, schools. NFL farms, feeder mm-hmm. schools. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. We did not attend Whoa. one of those. So not, not only did I grow up in the north, but I went to an all-girls Catholic high school. So <laughs> that is very easy. Much more, much more ladybird than right. Friday Night Lights yeah. over here. <laughs> um, so I, and, I <laughs> and my little sister decided not to go to the all girls Catholic private high school. And she was like, I'm going to public school, baby. And my parents were like, sure, Jenna, do whatever you want. And she ended up on the dance team for the football games. And so she, her experience was a lot closer oh to gosh. this. The only, I probably went to, three football games growing up just yeah, to see yeah. my little sister and then I would bounce. So <laughs> just watching this is truly like, I might as well be watching like a war movie or a space movie or like <laughs> something I will never experience in my that's entire fun, life. Yeah. That's so, yeah, fun. Just, yeah. Just a, a learning, just a learning experience. Just learning. learning so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know well, that's the fun thing too, again, to just plug how great the show is. Like I have friends that grew up in New York City that love this show because they're just like it's such another totally. world to them. Mm-hmm. And then for us, it's like, oh, it reminds us of our childhood a little bit too. So yeah. Right. Mom, are you cooking it up here or down there? No, sorry. What are you doing? That's okay. okay. I'm drinking sleepy time tea with honey and whiskey in it, Mary. 
You're just doubling down. It's very nice. Yeah. Yum, yum, yum. Like, if I don't feel well, I might as well get, like, a little tipsy. Yes, you might as well. I don't feel well? I just, last week, I had a bad allergy flare-up, and then I started feeling better, and then the weather went all crazy again, so it's kind of back, but... I'm sure it'll y'all be on Sunday I got so sick I don't know what happened I had oh, yeah, one of Monday. those like 24 hour stomach bugs yes yeah Ugh. I told you this Ew. I tr- it was horrible I like maybe you ate something that's what I thought okay so here's the weird thing a bunch of people came over and we had a hashtag Biden brunch and it was lovely <laughs> we all ate the same thing and then um my best friend Lene was here in the evening I cooked his dinner we all ate the same thing we ate out of the same tub of ice cream oh. and everyone else was fine it was so strange it was so strange. Yeah, weird. it was really, really horrible. Well, we're glad you're yeah. feeling better. Me too. I. It was like, thankfully, I felt like a new person like six hours later, but it was awful. Yeah, Good. that's like scary. Hairs up, knives out, cameras on. <laughs> Let's, Mike's go. Hot. <laughs> Let's go. Mike's hot. Let's go. Mike's hot. Let's go. What about Tammy in this app? Oh, I have a. We got some Tammy time. Yes, I have yeah. a great Tammy little clip here. Yeah, let's hear it. What? Honey, if that isn't Buddy Garrity at the door, I swear to God, I'm going right yes. now and getting out your new deer rifle. <laughs> Good. I was so hoping you pulled that. Queen. <laughs> Queen. Honestly, that, that's how I would feel if Buddy Garrity was at my door. And I'm making out mm-hmm. with Kyle Chandler. Yeah, I'd be pissed. Yeah, seriously. Oh, yeah. Anybody that interrupts that makeout session is going to get trouble. the deer rifle. They're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Tammy was something else in this episode. Especially... <laughs> especially later because she's like pushing back when they're when they're in his office she's pushing back and on him but then towards the end of that conversation they are kind of like on the same page like at first it's like she's like whoa mm-hmm. you're being closed-minded but then towards the end of the conversation it's like they're in it together and i'm like oh, no. wait wait yeah. wait, queen you were doing you were doing it like bring him up <laughs> you had yeah. it you had it <laughs> i know coach was a little a little dick this episode for mm. in a lot of ways he was a little yeah too. yeah i agree yeah. i was not a fan he has episodes where he is like got some attitude sort of, like, what are you doing? Sort of busy. yeah <laughs> i was like okay i know but i did yeah we'll we'll get there in the breakdown too i love that tammy okay, pushed back on that and was yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. she's the queen so um i pulled a couple of little bits out of the av club review of love this it. episode And the sentence that they wrote about Tammy's arc in this episode, this is literally just what it says. Mrs. Coach is, they called her Mrs. Coach. (laughs) Mrs. Coach is learning about lesbians and making casseroles for the Saracen house. That's all they wrote for Tammy's arc. Also, the casseroles was last episode. Learning about lesbians and making casseroles. She's been so busy. I know. (laughs) So busy. You know. The stacked agenda. Of the mind. She's cooking, you know a chicken casserole and reading white fragility you know that's connie she's just doing the work <laughs> well if you're gonna get woke you might as well make some casserole. <laughs> that's really what 2020 has been all about so staying yeah. home yes okay and cooking mary what's your opinion on tammy yeah oh i mean overall yeah yeah love tammy yeah love her love tammy love good. connie good, britain's good, good, performance good, good, good. She's mm-hmm. phenomenal. 
it's all just it's oh, so such good. a lived in character exactly so and the dialogue is great but then she really she really elevates it she just really does yeah. like a throwaway line can become so memorable in Connie yes. Britton fans so totally I just love it have you ever seen the movie Agreed. the Friday Night Lights movie Mary didn't know there was a movie it's okay, it's okay. I haven't seen it either I've only seen it that. once in a long time ago but the cool thing and we've talked about it before but she was in the movie and Bradley Lynn, who plays Buddy, was in the movie, and that's the only two crossovers. But she agreed to be oh. on the show if she could have more substance as a character and, like, really work with the students and, like, be a presence. Yeah. She was like, I'm not sitting my ass – I'm not getting splinters in my ass on the bench watching football games. Like, you got to get my character yeah. substance. Cool. Absolutely <laughs> incredible. Yes. Yeah. And she pulls it off. She really, like uh, – Every like every character that has a scene with her, like you said, like she brings it out of them as yeah. well mm-hmm. in the dialogue and making it so meaningful. Hundred percent, and so authentic. Hmm. All right, what do we have for fashion? Fashion. Fashion. Okay. I mean, fashion. Queen Lila <laughs> when they're so in the diner. <laughs> Gives us oh Delia's Deluxe. Like, she's in the <laughs> Delia's like, totally. She's in, like, a bell oh sleeve large polka dot number. <laughs> and it is phenomenal. I was digging it. <laughs> yes. Everything. I mean, I, like, Tyra always really, like, gives us something. But for whatever reason, that scene. In those low-rise jeans. The low-rise jeans, which I hope to never see again. Same. Um, Agreed. I'm worried that they're coming back because I've seen the boot cut come back mm-hmm. and I'm worried that low rise is next. But I don't think that we would ever do that to women again. Please. I don't think so either. Like, like we can we can let Kira Knightley have her moment in pop culture and just like keep <laughs> it there. Right. It's fine. I feel like high waisted jeans was like us getting the right to vote. Like it's we can't <laughs> we can't repeal yes. that. <laughs> I agree. We'd be we moving would. backwards. <laughs> Speaking of low rise jeans, did y'all catch Tyrus? tramp stamp no yes which i don't know if we're allowed to still call it that but yes, yes. and i was she like had... was that always there is that has that always been there i had never seen it i before. couldn't remember either it was like straight up your classic i mean i'm sure it was like, Lower back, or whatever, but like your classic, just like yeah angel wings <laughs> mm-hmm. right over the ass crack um very classic oh, wait, speaking yeah. of ass crack <laughs> so you know when you say like <laughs> we're getting up at the ass crack of dawn or whatever. Butt crack of yeah. dawn, yeah. Mallory said, we're giving up at the crack ass of dawn. <laughs> crack so ass. now I call everything crack ass. <laughs> Love it. Crack ass. That bitch. crack ass. Yeah, Incredible. I noted Tyra's loose curls in the like mm-hmm. the yeah. first scene she was in. I really liked. We did get some badass Tyra in this mm-hmm. episode. I uh, loved Coach T's sweater at the after party. I had that too. So cute. I wrote, excuse me, illegally hot. <laughs> yes, the like sweatshirt over the collared shirt. Yes. Just, the, works. Yeah. just works. Yeah. He's like a good a good little dad. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, speaking of daddies. So gross. Rupert Grant is on Instagram now and he posted <gasps> oh, a photo. Your with transitions his baby. have been impeccable tonight, Monica. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of daddies. Seamless. <laughs> oh, wait. Also, yes. just to keep going on this train. Speaking of daddies, I don't know if it's appropriate to call him daddy, very not, but I have to tell y'all about a scene of my dream last night, because as you know, I have crazy dreams a lot. Um, Frederick Douglass was my gynecologist. Oh my God. (laughs) That 
Is that a nightmare? It yeah. kind of was because he had to come to the Connecticut house because of COVID. <laughs> and my an in-home guy. Yes. And my visit. family was like, we're just going to leave for a few hours. And they were like setting up oh a gosh. bed in like the foyer. It was so terrifying. Oh, that's like in weeds when they start setting up her home birth. They're gonna kill well, her. It was reminiscent of my home birth. In this Did he birth. only have his like <laughs> his like period appropriate knowledge? Like was he of the era? Like, he was a modern well, Frederick Douglass. Oh my. Yeah. So much to unpack. I would love for a dream specialist to tell us like right. what on earth you're supposed well, you to get wanted that to know. That's unreal. Right. I have no idea. So many, so care. many different, so many angles. But anyway, I had to get that out. <laughs> Fashion report. <laughs> yeah, the world, the world did need <clears throat> need to know that. Um, my last fashion note was just that Tyra's mom's outfit for her job interview. <clears throat> Come on, girl. <laughs> Little less. I mean, do you cleave, expect right? anything different though? And <laughs> no, it, it I didn't. did work. But I was disappointed. All the favor. Mm-hmm. It did. It did. Yikes. <laughs> In a sad, tragic uh, way. Yeah. Yes. But it was quite, quite booby. I was like, girl, come on. Oh, I <laughs> recorded this really cute, um, not cute, um, really short clip um, of Tyra's mom. This is me trying to change a tire. <laughs> Remember, oh, this is not Tyra, cute. making me so mad. I'm not cut out for this. I don't know how to change a tire. I don't want to know how. We- <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know. Deeply like, relatable. I do love that line. <laughs> Yep. The last time I went to get my oil changed, I prefaced it and I was like, Ugh. look, I don't need anything else. I don't care what filters are bad. No, I don't know anything <laughs> yes, about this car. That's what I do. And I just I'm like, don't t- talk to me about anything. Like this will just be over soon. Please just tell me what you need. And he was like, pop the hood. And I was like, I don't think you understand. Like at the level I'm at, like, <laughs> don't know how talk to do me it. through this. <laughs> I know. I feel don't so embarrassed when I can't pop my hood. I'm like, oh, I, for- I forgot where it is. I know. Um, same. <laughs> Like the windshield wipers I are going like, off. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just going to go to the, a different location. Like, I'm so sorry. Oh, one time oh they God. wanted to check my filters yep, and they me. opened the uh, glove compartment and like three beers spilled out. Like I'm an alky. <laughs> and I was like, oh, sorry about You're that. Like, yes. And he was really nice about it. He was like, Ooh, Oktoberfest. I like this one. I was like, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> They're like yeah. craft brew. See, beer falling out of the glove compartment feels like what I would expect Texas to be like. That's so. true. That's true. Yeah, a brand is a brand. It is what works. Texas is like. There is a lot of uh, car drinking in Texas. I remember <laughs> yeah. that growing up. Because like the roads are so, there's just like so many old country roads that kids, that's just where they drink is like they just go drive in the back roads and yeah. drink. Innovative. If, if they like can't drink at home in their car. Yeah. Yes. You know, I would not suggest. Problem that. solving. I, this is not a behavior no. that I endorse. Right. TX Forever does not endorse <laughs> this. Yeah. <laughs> Drinking and driving. We are. We're against drunk. So we're going to put out a no tap statement. Which I feel like yeah. we've mentioned before. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <sighs> All righty. Okay. Should I do Musician's Corner? So, Mm -hmm. guys, um, PSA. I don't know how I did this. I won't happen again. Um, I I check Tune Find when I do these, and I accidentally did this episode last time. And then, so now I'm going to do last episodes this time. There weren't a lot of, like, really standout songs, so I don't think anyone's really going to notice or really going to care. But I just want to do that PSA. Oh, we and, care. Okay, and bye. you're fired. Um. <laughs> That's why I'm here, actually. Like, I'm taking over as co-host. But you did a great yeah. job. Oh, thank you so much. You had a good run. Um, You've done okay, well. Okay, so for my exit interview. 
Um, okay, so this is from episode 12. Um, the songs range from 1990 to 2006. Um, the Texas acts were Explosions in the Sky and Walter Hyatt, which I looked up some fun facts about him. His band, it, his band is named Uncle Walt's Band, which I think is really cute. Um, and he was involved in the alternative music scene in Austin from its inception and is credited by many with being the godfather of Americana music or the original Americana artist. So, damn. Cool. So, trivia. Walter Hyatt. Um, and then in 1978, Uncle Walt's Band played a reunion gig in Austin and their success was not limited to the South. Uncle Walt's band gained a cult following around the world, ranging from the University of California, Berkeley, to Moscow University in Russia. I mean, the range of this International. The range. The range (laughs) range of this band. Um, He spoke to the people. He did. So I'm going to play a song that I believe was in episode 12 um, that I liked. And then I'm also going to play one from this episode that I don't even think Toonfind was in. I need to be cross-checking this because I got to make sure that everything's going on. But um, this one is called Upward Over the Mountain by Iron and Wine. Every time, like when you when I think about Iron and Wine songs, I love them. But then, this, no matter how many times I hear them, the second it turns on, it is like honey on my soul. Mm, honey on your oh. soul. Yes, it's beautiful. So healing. So soothing. healing music. Yes. So this song was actually from this episode. This is called Figure by Richard Buckner. And it was when um, Matt's dad leaves, and there's the really cute mm, group hug yes. with Matt and Julie and his grandma. I loved that. Well, when it's down to this Overturned and at the roof And the words are done And the silence just smokes on through Well, I'm not some clipped little clipper just a friend without much time I'll send off a postcard To stay inside of you So chill this mm. week, right? No, mm. I'm digging it, right? It's very like, yeah, it just reminds me of the music I listened to in like 2006 2007 that's what i was about walking to across say. campus right mm-hmm, yeah. yeah yeah mary what what music were you into in middle school oh have you heard of high school musical <laughs> <laughs> have you heard of troy bolton yeah uh we were here he could well. do it all <laughs> yeah he really could don't worry i yeah. i still we know that i'm still not cool but i was certainly <laughs> not cool through middle school or high school Wow, Monica and I were like we're like ran the popular group, so I don't think this is gonna. Yeah, this is not gonna work. <laughs> oh boy, did we? Like we I did had not. like so much musical theater on my first few iPods. Yep. Like oh yes. yeah, just yep. just oh a it'd lot. be like 
Fleet Foxes, Spring Awakening. <laughs> Once again, like you were already so much cooler than me. But um, oh, stop! <laughs> like I got to Belmont and I was googling like who are the Arctic monkeys? Like I don't where? Why are they out there? Like <laughs> what's why, going on? With why them? are they in the Arctic? What are they doing there? Are, are, they, they, cold? are they okay? Where, are they very cold? Are Save they okay? the monkeys! Are they monkeys? Save the monkeys! <laughs> and now you're writing for Consequence of Sound. I mean, I look how far you've come, Barry. <laughs> But my path yeah, to we'll get post. there made sense. <laughs> yes, yes. My, we'll my post, um, really, uh, yeah, consequence was appropriate. Yes. Yeah, it was um, <laughs> BTS. And so, um, yeah, we'll post that on our Twitter that has 35 <laughs> followers, you know, just to get you some more <laughs> traction there. Let's, let's, uh, you know what we need to do? We we do need to do that so that you can say, like, mm. hey, BTS Army, yeah. get on this. And then right, the get on this army. will arrive because exactly. that be, like army. exploded. So yeah, just drop all the hashtags. Let's get them in the mix. Perfect. Let's get going. I'm sure there's at it least a few a of plan. them. <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> that Venn diagram crosses over. Yes. Oh, we'll get them. We'll get them. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, all right, Carly, you want to review the tape? Let's do it. All righty. Just a couple of little tidbits for you guys today. Let's do it. Um, so the team that Dylan played in this episode is was actually a real team, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, they're from Round, Round, the Rock. Round Rock Stony Point Tigers. Yeah, I've heard of Round Rock. From Round Rock, Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cute. Um, it says it's a suburb outside of Austin. It's really similar to Pflugerville, where the show is shot and based. Love it. Um, Round Rock is approximately five miles north of Pflugerville. So this would have been like a real team that Pflugerville played. So I thought that was kind of fun. Um, I feel like that would be a cool claim to fame if you were played high school football at that school and you were like, oh, well, we played real football like for an episode. We almost beat the Panthers. It was close. Yeah. Yeah. The Pflugerville Panthers. (laughs) Flugs. We love you. (laughs) Pflugerville, the town. Please come on the show. Yes, all all of you. you. (laughs) All, the whole time. <laughs> All 312 um, of you. We yeah. can figure it out. Um, this episode was directed by Jeff Reiner, um, our fave, mm. or well, one of my faves who does so much of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this was actually one of the scripts that was written by Jason Kadams. I know I always say it wrong. Kadams. Yeah. yeah you got Kadams. it. Um, so he was the creator of Parenthood. He's the one who's like facilitates the big old crossover Um along with Peter Berg, but um, he wrote this. He wrote 10 scripts total. So this is one of the 10 scripts that he wrote for Friday Night Lights, which is fun. Yeah. Cool. Um, And I feel like you can kind of, like, now that I, once I read that after watching it, I kind of want, like, wish I had watched it one more time. But once I read that, I could sort of hear Jason Kadams, I feel like, in this script um, Mm. just a little bit. In the the talkiness and the sort of, I don't know, all of the Smash and Smash Mom stuff felt like definitely Jason Kadams. Yeah, I can feel or, that. Or like I can imagine a similar scene in Parenthood of like somebody, you know, he just like goes and storms into the locker room and, and takes down Coach T. And I don't know, I just, uh, I felt like I could hear his voice a little bit. Yes. Um, um, and then I also looked at the AV Club score for this episode. Um, you know, they're a pretty tough crowd. Um, tougher than us but they did give this episode an a minus um and here's a little quote from their review 
It's elegantly pushing us to have compassion for characters who are being dumb. <laughs> Which I just like kind of I like that. True. True. I know. <laughs> true, true. Um, and I felt like that's kind of true across the board. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, Matt is mourning his dad leaving, even though like he's the one who told him to leave. Tyra and her mom. Well, I guess they kind of like get their shit together a little bit, but um, they were kind of a mess this episode as well. And then obviously all of Smash's stuff coming to the surface. Yeah. Everyone's just kind of like fucking up a little bit. <laughs> but we, this episode still like really dug into that and, and made us love them, even though they're being dumb. Being dumb. Um, and that is what I have for you guys today for Review the Tape. Love it. Yeah. Well, I'm going to stumble through some Monsplain. There was a lot this episode. Let's do it. I'm ready. Yeah, there kind of was. <clears throat> Sorry if that blew out your eardrums. It's really loud on my end, so I never know. Fine. Okay, cool. <laughs> so Matt is like l- looking at that game tape and he's trying to figure out and he's like, I could just fire pops and slants in that in that wide open <laughs> he's spot. So excited! So excited! Scene. It's so cute. He is one of the purest <laughs> characters in all of television. Like I would, I would really do anything is. for Matt Saracen's joy. Same, same. I agree. We're big, big Matt stands. Oh yeah, he's a pure boy. He yeah. is a pure boy, a sad boy. We love it. Yeah, <laughs> love it. So a slant route is a pattern run by a receiver where the receiver runs up the field at approximately a 45-degree angle, heading to the gap between the linebackers and the linemen. So it's really just like if you have receivers on the ends of your like offensive line, they go and they kind of just run at an angle and try to catch the ball. And so a slant pass yeah. would be like passing it to them. Um, I felt like when he was looking, when he had the tape paused, I like actually understood it where he was pointing to. It right. did seem like empty in that area. Yeah, because he said the safeties don't move and they Me stand too. really far back. <laughs> <laughs> and there's like same. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, you said four, 45 degrees. What? Just give it to me one more time. She like has her I'm calculator out. Like, it's very just pulled out a notepad and her glasses. <laughs> just give, me, give me the math. Steady time. <laughs> love uh, it. And so, yeah, you're right. That joke probably doesn't work in podcast form. <laughs> no, it's great. I feel like if I explain what's happening, it, it goes great. <laughs> so um oh yeah so he said the safeties are like not doing anything and later in the game coach is like yeah they stand really far back because they're like the best in the in the state i guess they can stand really far back and like run really fast and get them or whatever so the safeties are like far back in the defensive you know arena um so then i wrote down this whole quote that i'm not even gonna attempt to read because it's so confusing um but um i just pulled out little like you know, buzzwords that I thought I could look up. Yeah. So he says, someone says audible out to the spread formation. So what is an audible? Usually the quarterback will call an offensive play in the huddle, but when he gets to the line of scrimmage, he might decide to change the play because of the way that a fence is lined up. And this is called an audible, which makes sense. Like I'm calling an audible. I'm doing something different. Yeah. I know that yeah. one. Yeah. A plus Carly. Yay. Yay. And then this one is a little more complicated. So I say the most complicated for last. Um, they talk <clears throat> about a slot back. Um, yeah. So a slot back sometimes sounds even more complicated than the the nickel pouch or whatever. Do we need to like bleep that out? Right. Well, ever since the nickel, (laughs) the nickel nickel pouch, the nickel package, nothing can be more sexual than that. It's true. I mean, Mary, like nickel package? Come on. Yeah. We still don't know what it is. We still don't know. That's the sort of thing where if you were to Google it, you would get errors on your computer. Like you would get a virus. Yes. Like your computer would start smoking. Um, yeah. Yes. So a slot back 
is a position in gridiron football. I would need to look up what gridiron football is, but the slot is the area between the last offensive lineman on either side of the center and the wide receiver on that side. A player who lines up between those two players and behind the line of scrimmage is a slot back. Do with that what you will. I just read that and I did not comprehend, (laughs) but maybe you will, listeners. (laughs) One of these days, that knowledge will come in useful and you'll be like, damn, I'm so glad I listened to this show. Yes, exactly. You're going to be like somewhere, you're going to be on Jeopardy and they're going to be like, yes. Oh, y'all, Alex Trebek. I'm so sad. Yeah, pour one out for a legend. Yeah. Yes. Purest. Have you been watching all the videos that have come out? Mm -hmm. Oh oh my gosh. The one about the guy who learned English by one? Yes. I can't. That that one's right. I watched like 30 seconds of it and I was like, nope, 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 nope. nope." (laughs) Yeah. I know the other day, Mal and I were eating and we don't have a table. So we just like eat on like in front of the TV on our like coffee table. And so we were just flipping around and Pursuit of Happiness was on. And I was like, oh, I'll put this on. No, no, no. It was the scene where he like, has his son like imagine they're like in a zoo no not that one but they're just like in a bad place and he's like just he's like wait look like open your eyes there's a giraffe and he's like really and he's like it was like almost like we were watching something scary we're like change it change it i was like i'm trying i'm trying trying." (laughs) so emotional unwelcome emotions yes all right let's break down this ep y'all yeah break it down um, okay, I loved the cold open with the girls listening to the radio. And Julie and Tammy are like, stress in a bottle. <laughs> it's just stress in a bottle. And that's so real, then, too. Like, you're, like, with your family driving to school. You're all fighting over who you want to listen to. Yes. Like, my dad wants to listen to, like, oh, yeah. an Irish pastor. Like, I want to listen to Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> like, you know. And I just loved Julie imitating her mom, like, just, like, reminding us how much of a kid she still is and her being like, yeah, stress in a bottle. Yeah. <laughs> so good. It was an actual, like, cute moment from Julie and not obnoxious. I know. Thank she's you. cuter than I remember. She's about to get more annoying. I she's think. getting better. Yeah. yeah. I, they, I think that they just, like, kind of struggled with her. with her at the beginning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's a tough she's one. She's tough. Yeah. Yeah. She definitely can, can uh, you know, Be a scratch on those nerves. Yes. Yeah. But she has her. But she was sweet. Yeah. And and like her and I mean, Matt, really. Oh, my God. I swear, y'all, one of the worst decisions I've ever made in my life was getting an Apple Watch right after having spinal surgery twice (laughs) because it like monitor. You know how it like bothers you about exercising all the time? Yeah. Yeah. And I like can't. So like every damn day, it's like you still have time to close a ring. And I'm like, shut shut up. Get rid of the rings. Throw them all away. No, my life. (laughs) I can't close the rings. And right now it's yelling at me. And it's, it literally says even a minute of breathing helps. You can still do it. I'm like, shut, shut up. up. I'm so rude. Get off I'm my busy. dick, Apple yeah. Watch. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I would not suggest getting an Apple Watch well, no. after spinal surgery. Even just in general. No. I'm so addicted to my phone. I was like, I can never have an Apple Watch. I can never have it attached oh, yeah. to my body. It does make it. It makes it worse yeah. for sure. It's 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 a glorified pager, honestly. Yeah, true. It just That's like shows point. you when people text you. Yeah. Um. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's just been really on my nerves. Um. But yeah, I thought that was a really sweet cold open. Yeah. Um. Because and uh, coach is like, why can't we just listen to Sammy Mate? Right. But then <laughs> oh, he uses it in practice. I love yes. It. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's fantastic. And they've done that a couple times, like when and there was an early episode when Matt 
oh, when they were talking about the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Matt and Landry. <laughs> yeah. And then Matt goes, he's like, shut up, you're so stupid. And then he goes, sits his TV interview and like repeats the same story. Yes, yes. I loved it. Love and then the um, other coach is like, I live by her. I live by yes. you. Oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> coach T is like, really? <laughs> so validating. Yes. Okay, so right at the beginning, um, yeah. which I forgot that it was just like part of the beginning of this episode. I thought it was like, gonna be the hook at the end but mama smash finds the illegal substance so the only thing about that scene was that i felt like we didn't need her speaking the dialogue and i Mm. felt like that was a rare yeah i felt like that was a rare moment where because the script is so usually like organic and something Mm -hmm. that drives me crazy about a script is when they like don't trust the audience to figure things out for themselves like she could have just given us an exasperated noise and it would have serviced exactly the well he it would be nice if he just made the bed every now and then like people don't usually (laughs) walk i mean i walk around talking to myself all the time i don't feel like a lot of people do so i feel like it would have to the same effect if she had just like you know huffed in with some laundry and like started cleaning up Mm -hmm. with annoyance would have gotten us the same yeah. way. I think that's a good point. And I also wonder if like every once in a while how freeform the script and the actors yeah, are in the show totally. like, lends itself to moments mm-hmm. like that where they're just like maybe trying too hard to improv and they're right. trying to fill silence when in reality if you had a teeny bit like tighter script um, you could just like write moments like that which I do think that they do like force silence um, in really awesome places. Yeah, but totally. It's a good point and I wonder if, if like the leniency of the improv sort of like you're so uh, right. That could have that been moment. completely unscripted. That's true. Yeah. Great points, ladies. Good, good point. point. No. Um, so she goes straight to coach without questioning anything. anything. I know. Yep. Yeah. She- but I, okay. Do you think, well, okay. Well, first off, I want to make a comment about every, since I watch so much TV, I don't know if this happens to y'all when I like go into my roommate's room to like find something, I like feel like I'm going to find like a secret letter or like pills or something. <laughs> Like I was like looking yeah. for like a no, I definitely like feel a that pen, way. and I'm like I'm gonna like come across something. Um, oh yeah, there's I'm such a snoop. I always expect. <laughs> I just listen to too much true right. crime. I'm just like I bet there's a, a bloody body. glove. Yeah, <laughs> not me. No, nope. that's you're like no, nope, that's not. Me. <laughs> <laughs> but I wonder if she like. Do you think she was genuinely? I think she was like genuinely shocked that it was it was Smash doing that, not Coach. Or did she do that to make Smash confess? So. No, I think she genuinely yeah. – because the fact that she jumped to that conclusion so fast mm-hmm. makes me think that she genuinely thought the coach gave that to him. But that's where I thought the – I, I didn't think like, that was I a really fair I was surprised point. by her jumping to that conclusion, and I, I feel like they maybe forced that a little bit just to, Expose like, get it. that interaction between her and, and like, get her in yeah. the locker room and talking to I coach. Um, that felt a teeny bit forced. I feel like she wouldn't – especially with it hidden like that, and I don't yeah. know. I mean – Maybe as a mom, we don't understand. She like she probably just didn't want to blame her son right after. Like, yeah, the gates, right. Maybe. But I, I agree. I think it was to facilitate that like big expo- exposure. Yeah. yeah, which was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, do we have that? Clip? No. So I have the the fight and like the makeup. Um, but I don't have that okay. first one. Yeah. Um, okay. but I did love her like boom locker room open oh yeah she's like mom what are you doing yes, here yes <laughs> can you imagine your mom storming into no. the locker oh my gosh so then i wrote that mindy and tyra are talking about tim with um her mom and they're like she's oh like my God, of so course cute. her mom is like i love <laughs> yes i liked him like of yeah you course. like every so, 
thing with a dick. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but my biggest complaint of this episode. Please. Not nearly enough Tim Riggins. Oh, true. You got Just a light agreed. Tim Riggins episode. Not even close. Not yeah. even. And Tim uh, is, like, on this whole thing right now where he's just going to people's houses and, like, repairing relationships. Yeah. And I'm a little over it. Mm-hmm. I did not think that his involvement with like Tyra's and her mom's job, like Made him going sense. to buddy for them. That, that was, was weird. weird. I yeah, he has he has no power over something like that. Like, yeah. why would he have He's cared? like on a good guy trip yeah. or something. Yeah, I, I, I want bad boy Tim Riggins. Yes. Like, I want, I want failed potential obviously. Riggins in the rain. Uh, That's yes. all I want. I want him sweaty, greasy, and yeah. hungover. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 100%. Almost there. Keep moving for one minute to make progress towards your stand goal. I swear to God. <laughs> so... My next note is the Taylors, you know, go over to the mayor's house. But should we talk about that whole homophobia <laughs> thing later? Okay. Yes. Oh. It, I or well, let's, I, I feel like we, I say okay. now because I don't think we need to dig too deep into it. It was just straight up homophobia. I mean, it was just, okay. Like, even at the end when she's, like, talking to her really close and, like, stroking her hand. I'm like, I hate that trope where you're like, oh, every lesbian likes every girl. I'm like, no, that's not how it works. I know. Totally. Yeah. I, yeah. And they do that so much yeah. in TV where it's like, oh, you're gay. I'm not comfortable around you. And they're like, what if I, they do cover it in the office a tiny bit when Oscar's like, I'm not attracted to right. you. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the, the office does. A, I mean, you know, it has a lot of faults, but they're yes, they have. Their right. own they're making issues. fun of Michael thinking that Oscar would like be into him. You yes. know, here it was right. like, yeah, mm, yeah, it was totally. And I just thought it was like, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it was so awkward to watch like. They were revealing their relationship yeah. to them, but like without using words. And I feel like that's such an uncomfortable. It was just very uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. Around. yeah. And also like that that was and like, I guess like the core of why Coach didn't want her involved right, with their yes. campaign was yeah. him being like that whole display that they were flaunting. And it's like they were simply holding hands, sir. Right. <laughs> like, right. It's like they were like making out. Of course, the idea of like, over sexual well, I did kind of in get community like yeah. that. That yeah. was like, oh boy. Oh, so boy. I read that kind of differently. Actually, I read that as because I felt like it was awkward the way that they revealed it without just like saying like, "Hey, we're together," and we oh. like just being blunt. And I, they were kind of like put they kind of like put on a show. They were like, I just can imagine them being like, "We'll just like be ourselves and let them see." Mm-hmm. And that's what I thought was that bothered Coach T was that he they weren't being, like, outright oh. and that they, like, put on a spectacle and that he was irritated um, by that. But I don't know. Maybe that wasn't the right that's read. That's a good read. Um, but, I mean, I do think that his reservations were based in homophobia. But, like, he also is reading the town correctly. He is being yeah. practical. He's like, you know, you will get flack for this. And it, But I didn't like that he followed that up with you shouldn't yes. do like it. I thought it was realistic and I liked the conclusion that I came to where Tammy was just like well you're just gonna have to be uncomfortable with it you know and she's starting mm-hmm. to kind of push back on that because that's a very Get and that's a very like 07 you know position <laughs> to be like yeah you might mm-hmm. be uncomfortable but you're gonna have to be uncomfortable with it and then we get further yeah. but also like she's the mayor there's way more powerful than them right how is like Tammy gonna get pulled down by this before totally. she <laughs> that's true Yep. Yeah, that's true. And it's so, so crazy yeah, to that think that that was twist. just like just barely over a decade ago yeah. that people would be this freaked out by this. Like yeah. that's so yeah. almost like encouraging. Although small town Texas, small town Texas 
would still be like that. <laughs> or, or some, some small, small towns. towns. I won't blanket yes. statement. Small, but. some small towns anywhere in the U.S. But no, I agree, Mary. It did As show we saw right. in the selection there are some right. areas. That's true. But it, it did show <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that what they were saying? <laughs> it did show how far we've come, though. I like, I like, I like watching yeah. these shows and being like, ooh, but look how, look how we are now. Like, look, right. that, look how totally. we don't do that now. So that's encouraging. And I get encouraged, too, because, like, sometimes my mom and stuff will comment on how, like, now TV is so restricted. You can't, you know, she'll be like, well, you can't say stuff like that now. And I'm like, but people have gotten so creative. Like, yes, it may be a little more restrictive, quote, unquote. But TV writing has gotten so creative and so much better for it by coming up with, like, really genuine comedy that's not degrading. Yeah. That is positive. And it's, like, pushed us into a really cool genre of, like, very elite writing I feel like yes yes yeah it's definitely not taking anything away if anything Mm -mm. it's making it better so evolution baby we're evolving we are okay so now I'll play smash and miss Williams fight you're going to my room I'm going to my room lower your voice boy your sisters are sleeping how could you be so stupid you better watch your mouth how could you go to coach do you realize what you did if he goes to the athletic commission I'm gone I'm off the team forever my scholarships oh yeah all them letters they've been sending me they don't mean nothing now. They worthless. Gone. All gone. You ruined my life, mama. No, son. I'm trying to save it. You want to know why I went to your coach? Please tell me. I didn't want to think you were dumb enough to do something so stupid on your own. This was all I got. And you took it away. You know what? You need to get out of my house till you can learn some respect for your mama. You're going to kick. Mm. Learn some respect for your mama. mama. So I love that because it's such a true moment of like youthful, like just like the way a kid's mind works or just like the lack of maturity for him to be like, you are responsible for ruining this. And she's like, you are the one putting drugs into your body. Like you are, you made that decision. This is a consequence of your decision. I did not create this situation. Exactly. Exactly. I think the core of that scene being so good is that she doesn't let it slide at all mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. he's yeah. like this is all your phone and she's like not even for a second get out see ya so <laughs> exactly that's great well yeah and it's great to see because these characters are so mature and obviously are like 30 in real life so sometimes yeah. it's hard to remember they're 16 <laughs> yeah. so I like these scenes that remind us how young they are mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree um, but yeah, I loved that she like doesn't budge an inch and she's just like, get out of here until you can, um, come to terms with like, or take responsibility for your actions. Yes. So, like an adult. And listeners, we all fist bumped when she goes, no, I'm trying to save your life. We're like, yeah, you yes. are so, so good. I get chills. And she is because now she's provided him with options basically. Right. Um, and I did love the line. I didn't pull it, but, um, when coach is like, can't let the kid play juiced. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know why I just like (laughs) I've watched so many uh, OJ documentaries and I just can hear the what's the I'm the juice yeah I'm the juice God (laughs) every time I hear Gooding Jr. why (laughs) (laughs) he is nothing like OJ (laughs) Uh, wait you mean in the people versus OJ Simpson yeah, like everyone oh, else yeah. was perfectly cast, and then he's like this tiny little squirrely. I mean, Cuba's a great actor, but yeah, OJ's like this tall, deep voice. Oh, yeah. Like, and didn't he didn't work. have the charisma, the 
the so I would suggest if you want to watch some really good OJ shit, the the one that's on Amazon. Um it's like OJ Simpson Made in America. Made in America, the documentary. Oh, yeah. so really good. So good. It's like five, mm-hmm. six part series or whatever, but it was so well done. But so that's good. where they show all the old ads where with the song, the little jingles of like, he's the juice. <laughs> he's the juice. <laughs> but he's a murderer, so just right. just, um, just to remember that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um but yeah, coach is in a tricky spot here. Yeah. So basically he has to he They've already faced issues with the board with Voodoo. Mm-hmm. Um, Coach is not about to mess around with that again. So he basically just benches Smash and chooses not to tell anybody why. Yeah. Um, which I actually kind of loved watching everybody not know. Same. Like Buddy when he's bugging Tim and he's like, so tell me what's the deal with Smash? And Tim's <laughs> like, literally nobody knows, yeah. actually. <laughs> it's so I love when Tim was, shows up and he's fun. like, this isn't a good time. He's like, I always hear that or something. Like, oh, He's yeah. like, everyone always says that to yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I. Oh, yeah, I wrote my note for that was just Buddy is butt hurt about not knowing the Smash drama. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's bud hurt. Bud, bud hurt. I watched this on Monday, so I just rewatched it now. I just had it in the background, and I realized that Smash like sleeps in his car when he gets kicked out. Oh, I didn't catch yeah. that either. He sleeps at the school and then goes and talks to Coach like first thing. Damn, Mama Smash. Yeah. So Matt's dad's going back. That's right. Yeah. So we see Matt's dad leave. Mm -hmm. That was a really sweet moment. Um, Although I still like am mad at him. I know. At at Matt's dad. So it's hard for me to like. But another reminder of how like these are kids and he's going to like be sad and miss his dad no matter what. Right. Yeah. Mary, did you watch any of the like um, episodes a little before this with dad's homecoming? I didn't. But I remembered from Mm -hmm. the first watch and it's Mm -hmm. just like. Just a little dagger in the heart. Again, yeah, everything about Matt Saracen is just... <laughs> I know. Oh, it hurts. I know. His life is so hard. He's so sweet. Yeah. But I... And I love... And it was sweet watching his dad say goodbye to Lorraine. <laughs> oh, my gosh. When Lorraine was like, and tell them to put on the football game. Just ask. I'm sure they will. I was like... Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what killed me. <laughs> so cute. Yeah. Yeah. That was really cute. Um, all right. So what do we think about... Uh, uh lila's date yeah i i mean i couldn't tell no i mean buddy was trying to set her up right oh yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah. yeah yeah um i mean i would have gone if i was her like same you know and it was like so innocent it was like in the middle of the day at a restaurant but i love that yeah. jason drives by in his hoodie <laughs> Totally. I know. And then Herc is just like, who is such a great character. I had totally forgotten about him and how he thinks like if they just pull away quick enough, he won't notice or she won't notice the multiple wheelchairs in the trunk. Like uh, we're in the clear. (laughs) We're in the clear, man. She'll never know. I loved that shot, too, where she's like looking out the window and she just sees the wheelchairs. She's like, "Okay, (laughs) Okay. dead giveaway. (laughs) So good. And unfortunately, though, like. Jason has great moments. Lila has great moments. This was a this was a pretty boring episode for the Jason Lila uh, yeah. track. Our, yeah, until I the agree. very end. And I know, but, but I, know. I still was like, it was very lackluster. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, but I think appropriately. Like, I think we're supposed to. It's like when yeah, that's <laughs> to true. reference Gilmore. I'm in season five, so when Dean and Rory are back together, we're not really supposed to be rooting for them right now. It's supposed to be just right. like, this is yeah. familiar and they're in it, but there's nothing really exciting. You, know, you like know it's, it's not, not going right. to maybe, well, no spoilers, but 
Yeah. Right, but you're supposed to feel that. You're yeah. not supposed to be like, oh my God, the Sam and Diane, right. they're together. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not that click fit and you're just kind of left with, which is why I like that they did that. I mean, we'll get there, yeah. but Jason and Lila was like right at the end. Um, and I kind of like that because it left you sitting with that sort of like, like what? Yeah. I don't know. That may be totally. <laughs> That's such a good point. All right. So um, Smash apologizes next. Yeah, let's so hear let's it. hear that because ugh, I love these two. So good. I disgraced myself and I disgraced this family. God gave me a way to support this family and I threw it away. I, I, I can't even look at my face in the mirror. Mama, you just gotta know that I'm trying as hard as I can to make this happen. And, and what if Coach don't let me back on the team? You let God guide you in another direction. <laughs> but you don't understand, without football... I know, I know. Without football, there's no no scholarship, no, no pros, no big house for Mama. I don't need no big house, especially if I can't come by it honest. I love watching you play football, Brian. Oh, you're so beautiful out there. But sometimes, baby, sometimes I just wish you didn't have all this expectation on you, all this pressure. Sometimes I wish you could just be a kid. Love you, Mom. It's so sweet. And it's such an honest motherly perspective to just like want your kid to go out and be able to like enjoy the game that they love and play it with like pure heart and joy. But he has all of this like pressure that he puts on himself. And I love that she was so understanding. And the pressure to like save the family, you know? Yes. She's like, I don't need no big house. Um, So his delivery, like, and we're going to see this more and more, but as we are watching Smash's character get developed, Gaius Charles is an incredible actor. Like, every time he gets into those monologues, he, like, the range of emotion that he hits, I'm just always impressed. I just double-checked and looked it up. He was 26, so he was Mm -hmm. our age, um, when he's, like, playing this character right now. Wow. which I just find really impressive. He just, just, I find like the depths of Smash in his character, as we will continue to see, to be like some of the most mature acting, I think, yeah, in the show. For sure. In my humble opinion. opinion. Why totally do you agree. sound up? Uh, <laughs> this is, this is Parson Rush. Why are, Why are you Russian? <laughs> I don't know. That is one of my favorite lines. <laughs> Leslie Noble, you're a humble opinion. Sorry, that was Parson yes. Rec, y'all. Amazing. Uh, and she's trying to pretend <laughs> not to be drunk with interviewers. <laughs> you're going to do smart. <laughs> you're going to do smart. Um, yeah. Okay, what's next? Okay, so Jason takes down Buddy. Yes, I have that scene as well. I thought that, that was, was pretty good, powerful. although I was like... It's rough. Not, it's rough because I'm not on his side, but he yeah. he did, like, I mean... Stand up for what he is feeling right now. Yeah. Here we go. Everybody in this family loves you. We always have, and we've supported you ever since you were a little bitty boy. Please do not patronize me, Mr. Garrity. You sent your daughter on a date, and I asked you why. 
Now, can we please just speak honestly about it? You don't want me to be honest with you, son? Do you? Please. I love that little girl in there. That's my daughter. And I want her to have a great life. And I'm real uncertain about the future here. I mean, how's she going to get money? How are you going to get money? You going to go to college? Is she going to go to college? Are you going to have babies? Can you have babies? Can you? Can you have children, Jason? I haven't quite answered that yet. What if you can't? And what if you can, Jason? When that little baby's crying upstairs in the night, who's going to go up and take care of him? I don't want Lila to be a caregiver her whole life, son. I know that's a bitter pill to swallow. I'm sorry I have to say it to you. And Lila Garrity, she loves you. She'd follow you into hell. Love that line. So good. Are you sure you want to lead her there? That was one of my favorite scenes in the whole episode. Same. I mean, Brad Leland, friend of the pod. Yes. Our, our buddy Brad. <laughs> he is. Awesome. Um, delivers that monologue with an such sincerity. And like he, that's, I mean, Jason was pushing him there. That's what he was like. He knew mm-hmm. what that buddy was thinking. He was like, I want to hear you say it. But he says it with such sincerity and it's so honest. I mean, seriously, he's like, I, this is, I know this is a bitter pill to swallow, but this that's a reality this girl is like 17 right yeah if i were her dad that is exactly what i would be thinking about can this guy have kids is he going to be able to get a job will he be able to hold a job are they going to live here like her life will naturally be harder being a caregiver for him forever and i would be worried as hell i would set my daughter up on a date too but i i mean i like that he leveled with him and showed jason that respect um but i just thought he really laid into him and that it was sort of deserving and I I like that he put those thoughts into Jason's head I just don't like what Jason did with it <laughs> he was like great point I will go the complete opposite direction of what you were expecting <laughs> this will show him I'm serious this will show him I'm a grown up great I will go to Zales yeah, seriously. <laughs> I will, I will wheel myself down to Zales right this moment <laughs> um, but yeah I, I loved that interaction, I thought it was... It was powerful. Really powerful. Yep. It was. So then we have Jason and Herc, and I have a little clip from them, too, because this was my other favorite scene as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, here we go. I don't know. I think it's, uh, maybe time that I let it go. Just let it go. You know I'm not a Lala Garrity's biggest fan, but... Uh, <laughs> no, he's not. leaving Lala... Because, buddy, you listen to me, Grasshopper. There's going to be a million Buddy Garrity's out there who will try and tell you that you aren't worth anything. And you just got to look him right in the eye and flip him the bird. <laughs> just like that. I'll work on it. Because <laughs> Buddy Garrity's this world. They're cancer to you and me. Another great line. I know. I and I do get it. I get what he's where he's coming from. Like probably any girl that Jason dates, like her dad is gonna have the same thoughts, or like her parents are gonna have the same yeah. thoughts. He's gonna come across that a lot with employers and friends and whatever. 
But um, I don't know. I just have a hard time believing that Buddy is grouped into that. Like, I don't know. I just have to take – I'm on Buddy's side in this one. Which, like, so we hate say, to like, see You're it. just going to come across this. And, um, we hate to agree with Buddy her- Garrity, but we do <laughs> We do understand, yeah, the perspective on this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I get Herc, too. He's like, you're just going to come across this. You got to decide yeah. how you well, want yeah, to Yeah, you have to decide it, who's, yeah. who's worth it, you know. And right now mm-hmm. in his mind, Lila's everything. So right. he's going to fight. Right. Well, and Buddy despite. just, like – humiliated him and I think he's feeling wounded because those buddy asked him a lot of questions that he has not clearly has not thought about yet yeah. and he got a, a little shut down in that and so I think he's feeling like his pride is hurt mm-hmm. which is one of the reasons I feel like the proposal wasn't as rewarding because we saw him get wounded and then we're seeing him like sort of emotionally react yeah um and so it's not as it doesn't sit as well when we watch him yeah propose mm-hmm. So I forgot to say about when Matt comes in, he's so excited. He's like sharing the plays with coach and coach is like, let me do the yes. coach is such a little bee this episode. It's like, I he's wrote, being proactive. I said, I had a note on that too. I said, what's with this coach? What's with coach shutting down BB Matt's new play? Yes. <laughs> he was trying so hard. He was like so enthusiastic and he was also right. Yeah. And coach like really did not engage with him in a teaching way no. yeah he was, he was like i got um, other things going on right now and it's like we all do have you been right. paying attention <laughs> we all have our side plots right now right come on yeah i was kind of he was crabby as well it's like crabby yeah. coach this episode yes. yeah but he does let matt do his thing at the end of the game um yeah they win panthers win this episode that's right um, should we talk about Tyra and her mom's flat tire? Yes. So, I mean, I played that clip earlier, which I love. Which is yeah. like, I don't ever want to learn how. I don't want to know. <laughs> and then she goes, was life so bad with Bob? She's like, oh my god. It's like, yes, you. Tyra. Yes, it was. Tyra's reaction is literally gold. She's like, why he hit you? <laughs> was it so bad? To be clear, like, yes, also, it was. what would Bob have yes. done? About that flat tire. Like, Bob wouldn't have come and helped them. Right, right. Oh, my gosh. Well, um, spoiler alert. I was curious if y'all oh, have flat tire stories. Oh. I don't, actually. Thankfully. Have you ever changed a flat? Knock on wood. No, I've never gotten a flat. I've never changed. Well, I've mm-hmm. come back to find a tire flat after being gone for a while. Yeah. But I've mm-hmm. never, like, stranded the side of the road. Nothing. I've never, yeah. I've never had to do one by myself. I've always had, like some help at least somebody who knows a little bit more than me around i have so run actually, out of I've, gas before <laughs> i've done that before i've too. never done that <laughs> I, i've been very actually it was in high school really on the way home from a football game i think because oh. it was like right by the qt ga- the gas station that was right by our high mm-hmm. school and it was like on an uphill i was i lived like two minutes away from school so i would ride e and just like crew it was all the way downhill right. oh yeah cruise home. 100 percent um, but I hit an uphill red light and I was like, oh shit, it's going to happen. <laughs> and it's so happening. once the light turned green, I, yeah, I, was, I called my dad and he literally just, my dad never swears, but he just like, <laughs> I was like, oh, we were talking about recently how you always call your dad with car trouble and you never give him context. You never give like, like we would just call him be like, dad, I'm lost. And he'd be like, okay, like, do you know what street is near? We're like, no, we're just lost. Like find us. He's we're like, lost. okay, well I need something. Like, I always call my dad in situations that he can have no, no influence on. Like when, I, when there was a bat stuck in my apartment, I call <laughs> my dad crying. He's like, I literally like, I can't help you. I don't know what to like. You just have to figure it out. And I'm like, what? No, dad. Fix this somehow. 
<laughs> well, there's a bat in my house. Two quick stories about tires. Um, my tires were slashed in Fort Worth. <gasps> yeah. For real? Yes. Where were you parked? So, what did you do? My, Whose boyfriend know, did you get? Right? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <gasps> did you sleep with your best friend's crippled? No. Your my crippled, crippled best, best friend's, friend's girlfriend? Mm-hmm. Um, no. I knew it. So <laughs> Magnolia is a very cool artsy area in Fort Worth, but some of the side streets, there's some... It's really, it's like very recently gentrified. Yes, there's some, there's some crime. And um, I was, Mallory was actually performing at Shaw's Burgers. um, Shout out. That's one of our friends' restaurants. And I parked very like on a normal street. I wasn't blocking a driveway. I don't know. But we got in my car and we're like, oh, we're lopsided. And two of my (laughs) tires have been slashed. Dang. So we had to get a towed. I still have no idea who did it. But then more recently, I I hit my friend's house with my car. Um, yeah, I was. He has a very Did skinny they driveway. Sleep with your crippled yeah. ex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, actually, that's yeah. <laughs> no, I was pulling out of a driveway and I just turned too quickly and just like boop the side of the house. And <laughs> I was supposed to drive to Florida the next day for my family reunion. And so I just took it and was like, "Is this okay to drive it? Like the door's not fully closed, but like it'll be fine." And he was like. <laughs> He was like, yeah, it'll be fine. Like, it's, you need to get it fixed. But, like, oh, that's amazing. So, Mallory flies to Nashville. We start driving. Everything's good. Then I start to see smoke in the back of the car, which, spoiler alert, it's not related to the wreck. It's just like I was just double whammied. Oh my gosh. And a tire blew out, and we like pulled over. And immediately, this family pulled over and helped us. Like, we didn't, like, have a second to have to, like, figure it out, which was so sweet. Oh, that is sweet. Of course, I made an offense reference. And I went out with, like, Michael and was like, um, I'll do traffic. This towel's already coming in handy. (laughs) That's one of my favorite Pam moments ever. It's amazing. I changed a tire today. And I got these. I'm thinking I could cut up this bathrobe for towels. For towels. Amazing. I'm kind of in between relationships right now. Yes. So yeah, I love that scene. I love Tyra. I love. It's so deeply have, relatable. Um, yes. Do you have any like favorite characters? Because Tyra is definitely one of mine. She is on our list. Oh, I yes. do love. I do love her. I do love. Uh, it's probably it's got to be Tammy. But selfishly, yeah, yeah. I mean Tim Riggins. Right. We love. Him. Yeah, we do. Yeah. I just love watching Tyra push her mom this hard and like really kind of like how we see smash uh, or mama smash with uh smash. Brian I yeah, guess with we can Brian Brian um <laughs> and she's just like really pushing her mom she's like no we are gonna get this freaking job interview no matter how late we are um yeah. and the second she they show up she like beelines for buddy and is mm-hmm. like trying to get yeah her, on that spot um, it's that strange and, like role reversal where tyra is the one taking mm-hmm. care of, of the mom and trying to like take care of the family yeah totally totally but again we see maybe this is a theme in this episode um we see tyra kind of like in her naivete as a kid getting her mom this job and like being really proud of kind of she kind of gives herself a little pat on the back she's like yes for women i fought for Uh, women today but in reality uh, as the viewers we know that he just like eyeballed the shit out of her mom and then gave her the yeah and then was like yeah we can talk the job but he wasn't going to give her the interview no otherwise he was like busy at the party tyra noticed buddy checking her out but then was just happy i feel like she did clock it a little bit but was just like I'm not gonna. No, no, no. That. Yeah. So yeah. I think we saw again. We're reminded that like she's a kid too. She's young. Um, 
Can y'all hear uh, yeah, my so neighbor we'll singing? That goes. No. Okay. No, but I kind of wish right, I good. could. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good. <laughs> Nashville. Hashtag Nashville. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> so let's listen to the proposal. Yeah. Yeah. If we must. Scene. Let's go. If we must. If we must. <laughs> Congratulations on the big one tonight. How are you? Fine. How are you? You never, uh, you never told me how your, your, your lunch date went. I think you know how it went. <laughs> you were there. <laughs> well, I was jealous. Should I be jealous? No. beautiful and you're smart and you're talented and you got your whole future ahead of you oh my god are you breaking up with me my choices are much more limited than yours please don't tell me breaking i went out with her tonight and i basically spent the whole evening convincing myself that i was just a huge thorn in your side and after I got done doing that, I started to think about Herc and why I like him so much. And I started to realize that I think I like him so much because he, he, he took his handicap and he didn't settle for just becoming as good as he was before. He, he tried to become a better man, and he did. And I think that if I could be more like him, maybe I wouldn't be such a bad guy to be around. And what... What he would do if he was in my shoes. He would dump me and go after Tyra. No, he wouldn't. Yeah, he would. He told me. He told me. I did like that line. If it so good. Were you that he loved? If it were you, Lila, I love you more than life itself. And I have loved you like that since the first moment I laid eyes on you. Lila Garrity. <coughs> You marry me. Carly, I felt like you were clearing your throat for Jason. Oh, sorry. It was like perfect timing. <laughs> All right. So something I found very interesting mm-hmm. about that monologue, if um, any of our listeners who hopefully they have, but if you have checked out the video that Jason, the cameo video that Jason Street, uh, Scott Porter, sent me he talks about a conversation that he had with a paraplegic before or excuse me quadriplegic before uh playing this role and one of the things that he said stuck with him was that the guy said that he wanted to take his handicap and like use it to become a better person Mm. i just thought that was really interesting that that was in this episode and i just wonder if there was um i just got chills tie in there from scott so interesting Um, but i was like that's what he said to me yeah oh wow i didn't think about that that's cool that was really cool yeah but other than that yeah i mean i did really think i kind of forgot that that was what happened in this episode and i did kind of for a second think that he was breaking up with her yeah which they did a good job of that like it really sets it up to be a breakup and then it's not and then she doesn't really say yes so it was a good kind of weird cliffhanger i like how it definitely doesn't say like a clear yes and the other thing that's strange about it is that 
usually a proposal is about a couple or the other person. And it's just all about Mm -hmm. his journey, which is very indicative of like where their relationship is at in this moment. That's true. And like his journey that he went on to get to this point where like he was the one whose pride was kind of wounded by that conversation with Buddy. Yeah, This is like his, this is all formulated from his journey and his plans and his feelings. And it's not really about Lila that much. That's a good point. Yeah, that is... Wow. 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 Little girl, I want to marry you. Um, I also, I did love his line, I love you more than life itself, because my dad always says that. Oh. And Jason has said that about Lila already, I believe, in episode six to Tim. Yeah. I wrote, Jason Street proposes breaking news. <laughs> I was That was when I was like in the thick of the election where every, I thought it was a funny joke to be like, breaking news, because everything was bad. It was like, breaking news, too close to call. Nevada. <laughs> <laughs> breaking news, nothing has happened nothing. still. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I um, loved all the Nevada memes. I mean, if anything uh, to come out of this, it was just... That was Phenomenal. honestly was the meme game there just in general. Well done, Twitter. Like strong. everyone really stepped it up, to be honest. Yes, they did. I agree. I, I loved the meme where uh, it was comparing the like current memesters to the guys on the Titanic who are playing, <laughs> continue playing the violin until they go all the way into the water. <laughs> the current memesters. <laughs> and then it was like, those are meme memesters now. <laughs> That's okay. hilarious. Making us all laugh till we die. Yep. Yeah. That's all we can do. Okay, my final note on this episode is actually a comment on maybe a flaw. Mm. Um, where is Waverly? Does she go back to Africa? Okay. <laughs> she is MIA in this episode, and we just did that whole setup. Yeah. yeah. They do a terrible job with Waverly. Like, I know. Yeah. And that no kind of Landry. I wanted to say. And where was yeah. Landry? Yeah. Um, yeah, it was kind of an interesting, like, usually – I mean, they still did a good job of kind of diving deeper into Smash. We see more of Tyra and her mom and right. all of that stuff. So, like, we are still digging into characters and being productive. But the characters who weren't weren't being focused on were, like, off stage, not totally. even, like, in the peripheral. Totally. Trip, yeah. Which I thought was kind of unusual. Usually yeah. they, like, get at least woven in a little bit. Right. Yeah, no Riggins. I mean, there was Riggins, but not really. No Landry at all. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So we have a new segment that we implemented last episode. We give one of the characters the game ball. So which yeah. character? I think because our ratings are all separate, I think we should all agree on who gets the game ball. Like Ooh, it's a kind right. of like a all compromise. Right. right. I feel like for me, game ball, it goes to either Tyra or to Buddy. Mm. Oh, okay. Wait, are we assigning it to the actor or the character? Ooh. I was going to say the character because mine mine was Mama Williams. Oh, duh. Ooh. Okay, yeah. But I did love More them. so than Buddy. Yeah. Just because – In terms mm-hmm. of parenting. Yeah. Right, 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 I'm right. going to agree. I'm going to agree. Yeah. In terms of I think, performance, yeah. focus, like moments, all of it. Yeah. Yep. Because yep, yep. we gave Tyra the game ball last episode, I believe. That's true. So let's give it to Mama Williams. And the, and the fireplace poker was like way more worthy yes, of game ball. for sure. Love. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I agree. Okay. Yes. Mama Smash. Congrats. <laughs> Do we ever get her name? Because we just hear Smash call him Mama. I know. I call her like Mama Williams, Mama Smash, Mrs. Williams. Huh. Yeah. Mrs. I Williams. think they, yeah. I think Tammy and her have an interaction and she calls her by her yes. first name. I just can't picture it. Same. Yeah. Um, yes, I agree. Game ball. Game ball. Mama Smash. Absolutely. 
for sure. For refusing to budge an inch, being parent of the year, yes. and uh, making her her little boy sleep in sleep in his car for a night, a little tough love. Yeah. She just it's wants important. him to be happy. Yeah. yeah. She wants him to enjoy the game that he right. loves. For, she had very pure reasons behind yeah. her actions. Agree. I that. Did y'all have any stray observations before we range? Let me see. I think we've covered all of mine. Yeah. I think I just said one thing was I loved Jason's little wave at the very beginning because his, you know, his hand is paralyzed and it just looks mm-hmm. like a little fist and he was like waving at Lila's friends and it was just really cute. It looks like my right. hand. Yeah, because my um, my grandma was paralyzed in a wheelchair for a very long time and she had her just like her cute little tucked in hand. I just mm-hmm. loved So it just reminded me of that. So that was Aww. my strength. I know it has been weird watching this with my little claw, except that mine <laughs> will go away. <laughs> mine is not permanent. Fingers no. crossed. I should do my OT after this. Speaking of. Oh, I forgot to tell you, Monica. What? My PT went to Belmont and Mary. No way. Oh. Yeah, she showed up in a big Belmont t-shirt. Um, apparently, they have a really big um, occupational therapy program. Yeah. yeah. Our, like, nursing school, all that stuff is, like, really strong. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. She said she would, like, meet other kids. It's It was so isolated from, like, the music world that she would meet <laughs> yep. kids from the music world, and they'd be like, we have a nursing school. <laughs> yep, right. <laughs> This all checks. What's out. her name? Yep. I mean, I'm sure she was not. Is she? No, older? she's older than yeah, us. Yeah, her yeah. name's Ashley something. Cool. Welcome, Ashley. Yes. <laughs> Go Bruins. Shout out to Ashley. Shout out to Ashley. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Doing all my PT. Yes. Um, but yeah, overall, I mean, I still enjoy this episode. I um feel like the isolated plot stories were really compelling. Yeah. I just didn't feel it like it fit together as a whole like super cohesively yeah it felt like each little storyline was unusually isolated um for this show like I feel like they usually do a really good job of sort of weaving everything in together and how it's affecting the town yes but this did sort of seem like this story and then this story and then this story all separately playing out at the same time really yeah um yeah this might be my lowest rating yet yeah I it was so fun Ryan to just Murder. like jump back into this world with these characters though, since yes. I haven't at all since I first watched. So good. I mean, good, good. It's a blessing to spend a week in Dylan, no matter no whether matter the, the stories are isolated. It's true. Absolutely. <laughs> hmm. Shall we rate the app? Yeah, I gotta think of my so Mary, we rate on a scale of one to ten. Okay. And we say like one to ten, you know, smash pop collars or something, something from the episode. Yeah. Okay. I have one. Okay. Go ahead. <sighs> okay. So like I just said, I felt like it wasn't like the most cohesive episode, but I did enjoy each of the subplots and thought that they were each um, really fleshed out and well done. Um, but it definitely was a little bit fillery. I felt like Eric Coach T was a little off um, and and we had a, a little bit of off color jokes in there. Mm, yeah. Um, but otherwise, I mean, it was definitely enjoyable and I liked seeing um, – that stuff going like Smash's drug situation get brought to light because that was starting to really stress me out. Yeah, it's way longer than I remembered. It goes on I, for I so know. many episodes. Yeah. Um, but not my favorite episode. I'm gonna go ahead and give it just because of the Smash and the Williams storyline and how productive and, and powerful that was. I'm gonna give it a six and a half wheelchairs in the trunk. Okay. Solid. I yeah I think this was my least favorite episode so far. I know mm. last last week was weak as well, but I did feel like 
and there was still I mean again every episode of Friday yeah. Lights is good it's still good um, <laughs> I'm gonna give it a 5.5 5. just because you went down to five last time I, I just feel like I need and to I get stand down there that. okay I'm gonna do 5.5 I need to get down there <laughs> 5.5 out of 10 Tyra's mom's cleavage is nice <laughs> oh yeah Tyra's mom's booby shirts yes I my instinct was to meet y'all right in the middle. My first Perfect. thought was a six. Um, again, nice. it's lovely to just revisit, and this again is on such a scale where every episode is already astronomically better than so many other yeah. shows. So among great episodes, this is a six um, six out of ten flat tires. Yes, nice, perfect. Yeah, because it's like yeah, compared to all the great stuff so relatively it's still right very high quality yeah yeah exactly. i mean it's still a super productive episode like it's it wasn't even filler like we moved for like matt's dad leaves the drugs mm-hmm. came to light like shit happens yeah um a lot of it, jason proposes like it was it was packed it just um was a little bumpy i guess yes yeah little bumpy. little bumpy love it but we are setting i do feel like they're setting a lot of the story up. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of taking them a couple of episodes, um, but they are There's really sort of, great I can episodes. Feel coming. them, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I'm so excited. And you can feel that, especially in this episode, and them leaving us on that nice little confusing cliffhanger with Lila. You can tell that um, these last few episodes have been really like cranking us up for some right serious business, gaining yards. You know. Well, yeah. and we're about to go to the playoffs. So. True. 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 Well, cool. All right, y'all. Well, thanks, Mary, for joining us. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for being for our new buddy. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Yes. I was so, so happy fun. to be part of it. Yes. We'll have well, you back for a better watching episode. So we can have you back. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. This has yes. definitely re-inspired me. Good. Mary, do you want to plug <laughs> your, like, socials, anything you're yeah, working on? Yeah, where can on? we find you? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm Soroki on Instagram. Love Mary Soroki for Twitter. My last name is S-I-R-O-K-Y. Boom. And then Mary Soroki on Twitter. If you just want to hear a lot about Amy Adams and everyone's favorite <laughs> Korean crossover group, BTS. Yes. Um, She's a Twitter queen. Guys. Definitely follow her. I would recommend. We finally have a big. So we like our big disconnect. Carly is kind of new to Twitter and doesn't really use it. And I lo- I'm I obsessed with it. And like our guests yeah. are like, yeah, I don't really use Twitter. I'm like Mary uses Twitter. So. Oh, yeah. I love Twitter. Love, love, Twitter. love. Yeah. That's honestly like before Monica and I like really knew each other. We knew each other through Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, because we definitely love that we're kind of post grad friends. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for which sure. is fun. I feel like I made a good amount of post grad friends in that like I had the same yeah. situation. It's yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh let's see. I had a piece in the Nashville scene this week that you can find online as well. Yes. And then I have a piece that's going to be in consequence soon that I'm so excited about that. I, yes. I've never wanted to be like a big news coming soon girly, but like, I'm not <laughs> able, I, it's been literally years, brag. not since I was in a commercial did I have news that I couldn't talk about yet, but this <laughs> is something I can't talk about yet, but I'm so excited. And so wow. just keep an eye on Twitter when it all comes. Yes. So that. that's exciting. I know you need to post so like excited. a cryptic photo and be like coming. Soon. Oh my God. You know, Yo, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Yay. Yeah. Now, be great. now I'm so yeah, excited. Now you have I know. must follow I to find out. I genuinely wish that I could share, but it should be very soon. Very soon. Yeah. That's okay. We love secrets too. Oh, and it might yeah. be out by the time this episode's out. So we'll share it. True. I hope it. so. 
Yeah. Yeah. Sometime in the next couple weeks. Sweet. Well, awesome. you can find us at yes. TX Forever Pod mm-hmm. on Instagram and Twitter and the FB. Yeah. Um, and follow us for awesome content. Yeah. We do lots of fun question games and um, lots of pictures of Tim Riggins <laughs> and all kinds of content that you didn't know you needed in your exactly, life. Exactly, but you do. And you can follow you Carly at cool.cactus.media on Instagram. And and you can follow Monica everywhere at Monica Mosey. You know it. You love it. That's her name. <laughs> That's my name. Don't wear it out. All right, y'all. Clear eyes. Full hearts. Can't, Can't lose. lose. Mary, give us a bye, y'all, in your best Texas accent. Bye, y'all. Yeah, Oh, lovely. That was pretty good. That was, that was very Tammy. All right, great. Hey, I thought it sounded like Tammy to me, too. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. All my friends were vampires. Didn't know they were vampires. Turns out I was a vampire myself in the devil town.